On this episode of the Open in Indiana podcast, Jamie Hopper, a registered financial consultant, returns to tell us about a difficult conversation that everybody needs to have. Don't miss it. Welcome, everyone, to the Open in Indiana podcast, where we feature the people, places, and events that make Indiana a great place to live, work, and visit. Today, our guest is Jamie Hopper, who has been with us a couple of times, most recently to talk about the Indiana Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Today, he's here to share with us a difficult conversation that everybody needs to have. Jamie, how are you doing today? Beautiful, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Jamie, thank you for joining us. Uh, So I'm dying to know, what is this difficult conversation uh, that you're going to share with us today? No, absolutely. The conversation is all about protecting your family from a long-term care event. Um, When I talk to seniors all the time, what I learn is the three biggest things that they're concerned about are having a dependable income in retirement, they want to have their money protected, and they want to have money to leave to their kids. And a long-term care event is the one thing that could really derail all three of those things. And it's a very important conversation to have. And you may have heard people talking about the sandwich generation now. And that's the problem that people get themselves in where you have to choose in between caring for your parents or caring for your kids, paying for something for your parents or paying for something for your kids, college or whatever it may be. And if you plan ahead for those things and you protect yourselves, it doesn't have to happen that way. And it's a really important conversation to have. And it's important for a lot of reasons. Actually, I have a book about it named The Conversation by Harley Gordon. And the reason that they wrote this book is because a lot of people just think that this is never going to happen to me. And the truth is it happens to about 70% of people. And that means you're either going to need care or you're going to provide care for somebody else. And a lot of people assume that their spouse is going to take care of them. But in a lot of situations, the spouse has so much stress and strain from trying to care for you that they actually pass first and then they leave your family in a bind. And it just, it doesn't have to be that way. It's a very important conversation to have. And so Jamie, what are some of the uh, events in which this is a possibility? Like what kind of things could happen uh, to somebody where they might need to uh, think about this? Absolutely. The, the two big triggers that would for, cause a benefit to be needed would be to have a cognitive issue uh, such, a, such as dementia, Alzheimer's, something in those lines. And we see more and more today, people are getting those things younger and younger. And it's really hard to watch. I mean, we see people in their 50s getting diagnosed with Alzheimer's and are passing in the early 60s. And it, it's really hard to see. The other trigger, they, there are six things that your activities of daily live, living. And they have to do with bathroom issues, feeding yourself, moving yourself, clothing yourself, uh, things like that. And if you cannot perform two of those six ADLs, they call them activities of daily living, then your benefits can be triggered. Now, things that could cause that, I mean, it could be something as simple as a car accident. If you get in a car accident, you become incapacitated. You would need long-term care. If you have a stroke, you may need long-term care. Um, People that have MS, people that have Parkinson's, Um, spinal issues. Uh, There are a lot of different things that could happen. Arthritis is a really big one um, that people don't think about, but you get to a point where you can't, your hands don't function properly, you have a hard time walking, moving, and all of a sudden you're in a position where you need long-term care. And if you plan for it ahead of time, we can protect you from those things. 
And so, Jamie, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that long-term care can help with. Uh, what kind of things can somebody expect a long, long-term care policy to help them with? Absolutely. And here's the thing. What I like to tell people is a long-term care policy, first and foremost, is about protecting your family. It's about protecting your spouse. It's protecting your kids, whoever may be in charge of your care. Uh, because if you don't plan ahead, what normally happens is you stay at home as long as possible. There's nothing wrong with that. People want to stay at home. But when they do that, it forces their spouse or their kids to care for them. And they're not trained to do it properly. They don't have time to do it properly. They may not be strong enough to do it properly. All those, and You may not have the durable medical equipment in your home to handle these things properly. And when you have a long-term care policy, it comes with so many benefits. One of the main things that I like to talk about is all of the major policies now come with something they call a care concierge or a personal care representative or something along those lines. And that care concierge is gonna walk you through to be able to maximize all the benefits. So I like to tell people the minute that your doctor signs off that you cannot perform two of your six activities of daily living, or you've got that cognitive issue that would trigger your benefits, the very first thing you wanna do is call that care concierge because what they're going to do is walk you through everything. The first thing they're going to do is send somebody into your home and train your family how to care for you properly. That is so important. The next thing they're gonna do is send people into your home and fit your home with all the durable medical equipment. So you've got all the ramps and pulleys and widened doors and whatever you need to be able to get around your home easily and safely. Now, if your family's still trying to work and care for you at the same time, long-term care services now come with adult daycare which sounds horrible, but here in Indiana, we have unbelievable places where you can drop a family member off in the morning and they feed them three hot meals, they do activities. When COVID's not going on, they'll take them out shopping or on field trips, all kinds of things. And they have an opportunity to be around a bunch of people their age with their physical capabilities. And it's a really great thing. And then after work, you go back and pick them up. They've had a good day, you've had a good day, and it takes a lot of stress out of it. The next thing it'll pay for is respite care. If you're not familiar with that term, respite care gives you the opportunity as a caregiver to have 21 days a year off from caring for your loved one. Most people take that upon themselves to have to care for their loved one and they feel guilty if anybody else were to step in. Respite care gives you an opportunity to have somebody come into your home or for you to take them to one of our beautiful communities here for 21 days a year, if you need to get away just to rejuvenate yourself, if you have a family emergency come up, such as a funeral or a wedding, you know, any anything that you need to get away for a few days and you can't take your sick loved one with you, respite care will cover that for 21 days a year. If you if your care becomes too overwhelming for them, it'll pay for somebody to come into your home up to your monthly benefit amount, and that's a huge opportunity to have some extra help and care for you and make that transition. When you do need to move into a community, they've got uh, the care concierge has already vetted all the community communities in your area. So instead of you having to get on the internet and see that there are a hundred different communities in your county, which happens here in Hamilton County and Marion County, there are so many places it becomes overwhelming. You call the care concierge; they've already vetted the places. They're going to say, "What kind of amenities do you want? Do you want to have a gym? Do you want to have a personal trainer? Do you want to have a chef?" Do you want there to be a theater? Whatever it's important to you. Do you want to live closer to your house or to your kid's house? And they're going to be able to tell you which communities to go tour and make it very easy for you. And it's really a huge benefit. Now, once you're in a community, 
the care concierge will make sure if you need to go to a hospital for 21 days a year, that it'll, they'll hold your bed. It's not a big issue here in a bigger community, but if you're in a small town and there's only one or two long-term care communities and they have a waiting list, if you need to go to the hospital, they're gonna put somebody else in your room and this will hold your bed for 21 days a year. And then the care concierge pays all your bills. So if you have any issues at all, the care concierge is gonna pay all of your bills up to that monthly benefit amount. And if there's anything left, they're gonna give your family, you know, say, hey, you need to write this check or these checks and then you'll be done for the month. The reason this is so important is what I mentioned earlier is families try to do all of this themselves. They feel an obligation to do all this themselves and it stresses them out and people have to quit their jobs and close their businesses and rearrange their homes and their lives and do all these things. If you have long-term care protection, you protect your family from all of these things. And all they have to do is love you well, which is what they should be doing anyway, but they can't do it. Now, the other part of this is financial. Long-term care protection pays for so much. When you're paying for long-term care, you're paying based on five things. You're paying on your age, your sex, your health, and then your medical history, and then how much monthly benefit you want. So we have a website we use called Genworth Cost of Care that'll tell us how much care costs in your area. And then it estimates how much it'll cost in the future. And we set up your plan. We'll set it up to get that monthly benefit amount right in the area where we need it to be, usually with a little buffer. Now, the reason that's important is, say, I mean, I had a conversation with a guy yesterday and it was obvious he had a million dollars. Uh, he made it very clear that he had done well and he was trying to decide whether or not he should self-insure. And my first question was, why would you want to do that? If you have a long-term care event, it could cost $100,000 a year. And if you're paying $100,000 a year for long-term care on top of your lifestyle already, how long is your money going to last? More importantly, if you have an event in the next few years and it costs your wife $500,000 or more to care for you while you're still here and then you pass, how much money is she going to have left to live on? Is she going to be able to continue your same lifestyle? Are you going to be able to leave the same legacy to your kids and your grandkids or your charity that you wanted to leave? The answer is no. When you have a long-term care policy, the minute you start needing to exercise the benefits after a short elimination period or waiting period, your benefits take over and you have an unlimited stream of income. It could be $10,000 a month. It could be $5,000 a month, whatever we plan for. But where else in your financial plan are you going to be able to liquefy some of your assets that are going to provide that kind of income? And sometimes we can set it up where it'll pay that for life. So the financial benefits of having a long-term care policy are huge. I mean, they're absolutely huge. If you haven't accumulate, accumulate a lot of money, it could keep you off of Medicaid. If you do have to go on Medicaid, it's not horrible, but we try to keep people from that if we can. But if you have accumulated a lot of money, there is no reason not to do this. All we're talking about doing is moving some conservative money from here to over here. If you leave it here, you take a risk of spending that and possibly everything else you've got. If you move it over here, you're only going to spend through that little bit of money you put in, and then the long-term care is going to take over and pay for everything else. So the, the benefits to having a policy, not only are they emotional and physical, but they're financial too. And it's the best thing that I could offer somebody to protect those things that are important to them. And so, Jamie, at what age should somebody get ready to have this difficult conversation? You know, the, the, the age keeps going down. Um, they used to say 60 was the minimum age. 
And now we're seeing so many people in their 50s have dementia issues and our lifestyles are being diminished because of spinal issues and muscle issues. We see people with MS and other issues so much younger that I really think you should start having that conversation once you turn 40. Now, there are different opportunities for every age. Um, so we may not plan for it the same way in your 40s as we would in your 50s and 60s. Um, but start having the conversation. Generally, what we see is people don't start thinking about it until they personally witness somebody in this situation. Um, and it all depends. I, I've seen, it, it wasn't my office, but I've seen a guy as early as 35 who lost his mom in her early 50s with dementia. And he said, I need to make sure that my kids don't go through what I just went through. So it just really depends on your personal experience. But we have opportunities to help anybody really at any age, all the way up to age 80, even age 85. Um, there are opportunities to help protect somebody from one of these situations. And so, Jamie, what's the process of once you know what you want to do and you know what you're uh, trying to maintain for your family, what's the process to get started? Absolutely. What, what, the first thing I always tell people is for no reason, rule yourself out. Do not rule yourself out for any reason. If you think you're not healthy enough to do it or you don't have enough money to do it, I highly recommend having the conversation because I really work hard to make sure that I am aware of all the possibilities out there. And I really do think I've got something for everybody, every budget, every health situation. Um, I think there's something I can do. Um, the process, if you do want to pursue a long-term care policy, you, we go through and we sit down and we have these conversations about what your budget is, what your health is, and then I have connections directly through my insurance people with the underwriters. So we'll take somebody's health situation directly to the underwriters and try to find out ahead of time, based on your health situation, if they would be willing to write your policy. And that really eliminates a lot of the issues that go along the way. Now, when you when you do finally get to the application process, there is a lot of underwriting that's involved. There's a medical exam and all those things. Um, but before we get to that point, I always tell people that building a life insurance or a long-term care policy is kind of like going to a bakery and buying a nice cake. You go in and you tell the baker what you want it to look like, what you want it to taste like, what kind of frosting you want, what kind of filling you want, how many people you want to serve. And they're going to come back and they're going to show you what you can get. And then you're going to look at that and say, wow, that's more expensive than I thought it was going to be. Or maybe that's not as much as I thought it was going to be. Maybe I need a bigger cake. Maybe I need a little different frosting or maybe I don't need this feature. And insurance is the same way. We can go in and make any changes to your policy you want and make sure we build something that's best for you before we even fill out the application. And it really helps set people up for the future they want to have. And then once we do the application, what generally happens is within three to five days, they'll get a phone call from the insurance company, about a 15 minute conversation, um, just a quick phone interview, um, asking some health questions and some information that we didn't get on the application. And then during that call, we'll set up a medical exam. Somebody at some point will be able to come directly to your home or to your work, wherever you're at, do a medical exam that takes less than an hour. Once the insurance company has that information, they're gonna start accessing your medical records. And then once they have all of that, the underwriting process could take anywhere between four to eight weeks um, for them to process the information. Sometimes they'll go back to your doctor and ask more questions for some clarification. And then we, we get an answer and then it'll take a couple of weeks to write the policy and we can get it all signed to get that first premium paid. And once that premium is paid, you're covered. 
Um, so it takes about two months, but we try to make it as easy on people as we can. And so Jamie, that means once you have this difficult conversation, it's done. Absolutely. And that's a huge thing. I mean, not only do you want to have the conversation to make sure you're protecting your family, but at the same time, you want to have the conversation with them so they know that they're going to have access to all these benefits. Because if you become incapacitated or have a stroke or anything that's going to cause you not to remember that you've got this, they may not know where to look for it. So you have to make sure that your family members know that you've done this to protect them. And they're going to be excited that you've done this to protect them. And they're going to be really happy about it. And you want to be able to make sure they've got the number for that care concierge when they need it. And so, Jamie, for those who are ready to have that conversation, how can they get a hold of you? Absolutely. You can call me at 317-439-4320, or my email is jhopper at moneyconcepts.com, J-H-O-P-P-E-R at moneyconcepts.com. Either way is fine. Um, I like phone conversations. We are able to do a lot of things virtually now, um, so I'll be happy if you're not comfortable meeting in person, um, I, would, I would come to your house if you wanted to. I can meet you over Zoom, uh, whatever works best for you. Uh, but the key is just to get the conversation started. And so, Jamie, let's ask a question we ask every guest on our podcast. What do you wish you knew when you were just getting started in business? You know what? Um, I wish you would ask me that before we started. <laughs> Um, you know, but honestly, um, I wish somebody would have told me to listen to my heart just a little bit more, uh, because they all told me that you need to find a niche in your industry that's really important to you, but they don't give you a lot of insight how to find that. And for me, the reason I'm so passionate about this long-term care insurance is because I lost my mom 17 years ago. And if she would have had access to long-term care services, she would have lived longer, she would have lived better, and my dad would not have had three heart attacks trying to take care of her. But they were in that situation where they didn't know these options were out there. They didn't think they could afford them. Nobody talked to them about it. And then when they got in the situation, my mom went downhill pretty quickly and really had a horrible end-of-life experience. And it didn't have to be that way. So knowing what I know now that's why I'm so passionate about helping people with this long-term care. And I would have started this when I started my business three years ago. As it turns out, I focus on this a lot over the last year and a half. And it's really allowed me to do some really good things for people. But I wish I would be able to start just a little bit sooner. Awesome. And so, Jamie, one more time, how can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to learn more or if they are ready to have this conversation? Absolutely. Feel free to call me at 317-439-4320 or at my email, jhopper at moneyconcepts.com. Awesome. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for being our guest today. And to everyone watching and listening, thank you for catching this episode of the Open in Indiana podcast. Catch our next episode soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Open in Indiana podcast. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, iHeartRadio, or on our website, openinindiana.com slash OII podcast. Thanks for listening.